0: dealing with 40-year inflation highs because of joe biden and tony eckers that's wrong it's nuts prices shouldn't be at four dollars a gallon shouldn't have to pick whether you're going to get gas or groceries this week
1: i'm jen o'brien
2: and i'm bill fian
1: and this is another episode of fact check fact check your only dependable source for news from a conservative viewpoint we have a special guest today bill
2: that's right she's been a longtime friend and has served our state as former lieutenant governor. Now she's the candidate that's out in front in the race for the Republican nomination that will be determined in August. Welcome back to the show, Rebecca Clayfish.
0: Hey, Bill. Hi, Jen. How are you guys?
1: We're great. Glad to have you on Fact Check. Yeah, Thanks for
0: having me back.
1: So we understand that you are the front runner for the state convention. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: Well, I suppose that's what the, the polls indicate and say, and I suppose the endorsements and the, the money and the organization would indicate to pundits, but I'll be frank, you got to constantly run like you're behind. You got to keep your nose to the grindstone. You got to, you know, lead with your shoulder and just pummel ahead because, you know, I, I may be in that position right now in the primary but i very much understand my lot in life which is to go up against an insanely well-funded candidate in Tony Evers who is going to be the front runner in the general election he is the incumbent and right now we're seeing his numbers his favorability numbers not track with the state's favorability unfavorability which means uh that despite you know republicans best hopes and dreams he is not a weak candidate who is simply going to roll over. This race is going to be a doozy and the eyes of the country are going to be on Wisconsin. So I'm not treating this like a cakewalk. I am out on the road 12, 16 hours a day, every day. I take one day off a week sometimes. Uh, so I basically can go home and do laundry and keep my, my family in clean underwear. But other than that, You know, this is all systems go and requires an insane amount of time because I am 100% dedicated to taking back control and giving it back to the people of the state.
1: How important is Wisconsin?
0: Ultimately important. It is ultimately important, Jen, and the country is watching. You know, there's a saying, as goes Wisconsin, so goes the nation. This is very true when it comes to presidential races in particular, you saw that, our 10 electoral votes were awarded to Joe Biden. Well, Joe Biden won the presidency. We are a predictor. or a canary in a coal mine, a bellwether state. You pick the analogy. That's who we are. And so if we elect a Republican in a midterm year, this is a midterm year, then it will speak volumes about where this country is going. So I'm going to beat Tony Evers this fall, and then our best shot? Of getting our Republican nominee across the finish line in 2024 is using our, you know, Republican coalition that just got me elected to to get out the vote for our nominee to beat Joe Biden in 2024. Democrats want nothing more, nothing better than to reelect Tony Evers. They've actually said the Democrat Party of Wisconsin has said their top priority is reelecting Tony Evers because they know that. They're going to try and get Tony Evers to drag Joe Biden across the finish line in 2024. It's not going to happen because we're going to take back control, give it back to the people of this state. I will help get our Republican nominee across the finish line. And I think people, after seeing the tremendous reforms we will do in early 2023, are going to be hungry for more, and they're going to want to see it at the federal level.
2: So we just had the Third Congressional District Caucus here in La Crosse. And you won the straw poll of delegates with 53% of the vote. How important is support from the grassroots, the membership of the Republican Party of Wisconsin?
0: It is the most important. The grassroots is the most important, Bill. Make no mistake, it is the grassroots of this party, of the conservative movement, the Tea Party that I came up through, the patriot movement that was born you know, out of um distrust of big governments during the COVID times over the last couple of years that is going to be key to Republican victories this fall. Why do I say that? Because you and I both know that the reason we won in all of these local races across the state to Tuesdays ago is because of the activism of the grassroots. People were angry, but rather than just you know, yelling at their TVs and, you know, taking their balls and going home, they were unified in just marching on the polls and they took back control. I endorsed in 116 races across Wisconsin and we won 85 of them. That is how this conservative message is resonating with people and why the grassroots are so important. This wasn't done by big consultants and flashy ads on TV. This was done by knocking on doors, by making phone calls, shooting texts to friends, driving people to the polls. This was done by putting yard signs in yards, having candidate meet and greets. And I've attended dozens of events like that, parent rallies and candidate meet and greets with the candidates I supported in these local nonpartisan races. It is essential that we have the support of the grassroots, and that they are stoked up, ready to go, and take back control this fall.
2: So you talked about fundraising. We know Tony Evers had $10.5 million cash on hand at the end of the year. God yes. only knows how much he raised in this first quarter. Uh, how much will be spent on the governor's race?
0: Uh, all in between Evers, myself, um, third-party groups that get in. This is probably going to be a $100 million race. This is going wow. to be, the yeah, I know. It's going to be the most watched race in the country. I mean, I'm, I'm not joking around when I say that. This is not something that I predicted, expected, or wanted. This is what people have, have said to me. You know, so what's the- it, it could have been Kansas, Bill, but if you take a look at Kansas, um, that state actually went to Donald Trump. Ours is the closest state and, and you know, Kansas, they have their candidate kind of already set, you know, and even though you may consider me the the front runner, you know, I'm still running hard because I'm running for a general right now. I'm running for general election. And so I think Wisconsin is going to wind up being the most watched state. And one of the reasons they tell me that is because they say there's just a very distinct contrast between yourself and Tony Ebert. We were two different generations, very different views of government, very different views of government, uh, because he believes in, in big government and an authoritative government, more government control of our lives. I believe in the opposite, more personal control, individual liberties, constitutional living, and empowerment of our families and our communities, That local government, the closest government to the people is the best.
1: Beyond that, uh, I think the big difference is that you back the badge, and it was clear after Kenosha that he doesn't.
0: True. It's very sad what Tony Evers has done to law enforcement in the state, and this is the reason I am the choice of law enforcement. I have been endorsed by the Kenosha Police Association Board. I've been endorsed by the Milwaukee Police Association, the Wisconsin Fraternal Order of Police, and more than half of Wisconsin's sheriffs. And it's because I've worked with law enforcement since my days as a reporter when they were my very best sources and, and I was seeking, you know, their interviews and, you know, their, their comment. You know, when I was reporting on on crime in Milwaukee, unfortunately, since then, crime has only gotten worse and it's tragic. But when you've got a guy like Tony Evers, who has a choice to make, do I fan the flames of a culture war? Do I eviscerate police and accuse them and then allow a city to burn? Or do I stand with police and just be patient? in a moment, you know, certainly observe what's going on, but wait for the process to to play out. And he chose very pointedly to say that Jacob Blake was not the only black man to have been shot mercilessly at the hands of police. And look at what that did for morale. Today, we see retirements at epic levels. You can't get enough police recruits You've seen Tony Evers force state employees to get vaccinations and, and lead with that type of human resources strategy. You know, for every opportunity he has had to stand up for police, even keeping school resource officers in schools, he has chosen instead to turn his back on them. And now, we are are reaping what he has sown because violent crime is up 9% year over year. The murder rate in Green Bay is up 60%. There are more car thefts in Milwaukee than there are in Chicago. You guys saw in La Crosse the other day, they had their biggest meth bust in La Crosse PD history. This is Tony Evers, Wisconsin. And for those folks who think, well, not my community, I ask you, call up your local police department or your local sheriff's department ask how many OD's happened in your area year over year. Ask about little girls going to the emergency room for suicide attempts, because those are up 51% year over year for 12 to 17 year old girls. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm campaigning on backing the badge, and I just gave you examples of how Tony Evers has failed on that. What I will do as governor, Bill, is put a thousand more cops on the streets And we'll do bail and sentencing reform to take away discretion from these terrible judges and district attorneys who are using their discretion to do dumb things like set low or no bail and let bad guys out on the streets to terrorize communities. The Waukesha Parade Massacre never would have happened if District Attorney John Chisholm had set high bail for Daryl Brooks. And so I will also fire District Attorney John Chisholm, something that Tony Evers has full ability to do right now but refuses to so he can continue to pander to the leftists in his political party. I'm not going to pander. You know, I'm a full-scale grown woman. I'm totally good not pandering to people. I've lived my entire life being true to what is factual, what is logical, and what is right. And so I'm not going to pander to political parties or individuals like Tony Evers does. But we also got to get kids back to school. And that's another thing. I'm not going to pander to the teachers union bosses. Instead, I'm going to listen to the moms and dads who've been furious, myself included over what has happened over the last two years. We've seen, I mean, the, the veil has been lifted from our eyes. We've, Some of the things that our kids are being taught, we're deeply disappointed. Our taxpayer dollars are going in that direction. We will have full school transparency and curriculum, but also we're going to start having the dollars follow a child's education and not flowing to buildings and bureaucrats as they do now. That will amount to universal school choice in Wisconsin. It's really going to empower parents, and I'm excited about that. We're also going to require an in-person learning option like they do in Iowa, so you're never going to deal with school shutdowns again and watch a million American moms just have to quit their jobs to be at home and homeschool their children. We're going to leave homeschoolers alone so we're not getting all up in their lives and telling them what to do because we're seeing more homeschooling than at any other time in wisconsin history and i'm excited about that and it's a good option and we also want kids to be able to go to school if they choose to go to school without masks on if that is their choice we need to leave people alone a little bit more and let people make their choices let parents make choices as opposed to government making those choices for them and then i I also say we need to to do more affordability we got to get back to work because getting back to work is going to make Wisconsin's economy more affordable. We're dealing with 40-year inflation highs because of Joe Biden and Tony Eagers. That's wrong. It's nuts. Gas prices shouldn't be at $4 a gallon. You shouldn't have to pick whether you're going to get gas or groceries this week and worry that if you're on a fixed income, you're not going to also be able to afford your propane fill-up and your medications. But that's people's lives right now. So we've gotta do transformational tax reform, allow people to keep more of their own money. And we'll do that in the first executive budget, huge income tax reform. But we also have to get people back to work and do welfare reform. Tony Evers has 100,000 additional people on Medicaid and pre-pandemic, those people are still there. And we need to do welfare reform to get folks back into the workforce, you know, this is, this is as much about workforce development and making sure that we can take down a couple of those help wanted signs and growing our tax base and connecting people to their American dreams as much as it is about our, our Medicaid budget. This is about getting back to work, getting back to normal. And it is about
1: time. Former Lieutenant Governor Rebecca Clayfish, thank you so much for joining Fact Check today. We are excited for your campaign and looking forward to seeing what you have in store for the upcoming months. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it a ton. I'm Jen O'Brien.
2: And I'm Bill Fian.
1: And this was another episode of Fact Check. Please join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.